So let me start off by reading you a list of all the things that made me cry one day. For context, I had spent the previous week rewatching all the Harry Potter movies with my husband after our small monster was in bed. And when I found myself blocked and unable to get motivated to work one of the one day after that, um, I decided to watch a few YouTube videos about fan theories because, you know, I'm that kind of nerd. Some of these may make absolutely zero sense to you if you've never read the books or seen the movies. So obligatory spoil, spoiler alert um, and catch up on this cultural phenomenon already, all right? We got new movies coming out now. Anyway, here's the list. Things that made me cry today. Hearing Molly Weasley say, Daddy's back when wheeling Arthur Weasley into the dining room after being released from the hospital. Number two, when George hugged Ron after Fred's death. Number three, when Eugene the Try Guy said he came out to his mom, she told him to keep it secret and then told his dad. Number four, seeing a picture of a doe with the word always underneath. Number five, when Ben read the description of a foul weather friend. And number six, when I read the comment, if you can't think of your Ron, it's because you are the Ron. It might seem ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, this was six these are six different things that happened in one day like somewhere between let's say 9 a.m and 4 p.m um six different times that i didn't just tear up but actually like sobbed um and that might sound really terrible and you might think that maybe i'm asking for pity but you can keep that I own and I'm totally comfortable with the fact that I'm sometimes sad. There's nothing wrong with sadness or anger or rage. Feelings are information generated by your body. You're supposed to feel your feelings. You're supposed to question and process them. And when you don't, why don't you? Whose voice is that in your head telling you those feelings need to be swallowed? Those tears need to be shed in private, or even better, not at all. Who is it you hear telling you to suck it up, be polite, and fix your face? I bet you that voice isn't yours. Because we aren't born with the imperative to keep ourselves from doing stuff. I mean, I've got a three-year-old and I've watched him willfully try to step off tables out into the abyss without blinking an eye. It was me who told him that was a bad idea while catching him before he fell for real. Um, so maybe it'll be my voice he hears in his head the next time he tries this. Or, you know, whenever he finally decides that this behavior is like dangerous, you know, I'm, I'm still waiting for that. But anytime, you know, I think of running laps around the track, 
I hear hustle, hustle, hustle. And this is a gem of, you know, quote unquote, motivation left in my head from my high school gym teacher. And I'm sure that you have plenty of examples of this. Um, Be it related to actual activities, things you need to do, ways you need to act, or feelings, how you're supposed to feel your feelings and when it's appropriate to feel them. So you might be thinking right now, like, all right, you know, this is a podcast that's supposed to be like about fatness and fat acceptance and stuff. So, so like, what, what is this, this, this stuff, what does this all have to do with fatness and fat acceptance or quitting dieting? Well, let me tell you, okay. Being in a fat phobic world as a fat person is really fucking hard. I think you know this if you're a fat person and you're listening to me right now, um, unless you're just really, really great at blocking stuff out. And I salute you for that. That's freaking awesome. Um, But basically, no matter where you are, if you're not a delusional person, um, no matter where you are on your journey toward body acceptance and the reestablishment of trust, you're going to feel some things, some things. And there's just no true way to move forward or to heal or to grow or any of those things you really want to do if you're not going to let yourself feel those feelings. If you want to get over something, unfortunately, my loves, you've got to face them. You have to allow yourself to feel your feelings because it's freeing. I mean, the bottom line is that you can't be liberated and in touch with your body if you're steadily ignoring the signals it's giving you. Just like you might need to get back in touch with your feelings of hunger and satiety, you need to do the exact same things with your rage and your anger and your sadness. And it might suck for a really long time while you're doing this. And I apologize for that. But I do promise that if you dig in and you do the hard work, you will find the light. And in the meantime, if you feel stuck, I'm here for you. I'll hold your hand through all that digging. So if you need me, I am always available. So just let me know. You can find me on social media. I'm on Instagram at one beautiful yes. You can email me. I'm Tiana at tianadodson.com. Or you could just drop into my website and sign up for one of my 100 conversations where I give you the space to talk about your body and your experience living in that body without obligation or coaching or judgment, 
and always 100% confidential. And you can learn more about that, like I said, at my website, www.tianadodson.com. And that's it for me today, loves. I have been Tiana, Fat Health Coach, and this has been the One Beautiful Yes Podcast. Have a great day. Bye.